Hello, I'm R.A. Spratt. I write and perform this podcast. If you'd like to support the show, I'm a children's author, so you can buy a book by me, or you can buy me a coffee by going to buymeacoffee.com slash stories R.A. Spratt. It's an easy way to make a small thank you gift to the show so I can keep kicking this can down the road. The podcast directory you're using right now should have a link to my Buy Me A Coffee page in the show notes, or you can type it into your browser. That's buymeacoffee.com slash stories R.A. Spratt. All contributions are gratefully appreciated. Hello and welcome to Bedtime Stories with me, R.A. Spratt. Okay, so we're reading The Pesky Kids 2, Bear in the Woods, and today we're up to Chapter 9, The Office of Animal Control. Here we go. The Currawong Council building was seriously impressive. Solid Edwardian architecture, landscaped gardens, and customised modern interiors with the latest computer technology. The office of their animal controller, however, was not. It was a repurposed shipping container around the back of the building in the car park. Somehow, after all the town planners, parking inspectors, pet registrars, rate collectors and elected councillors had been given an office, there was no room in the main building for the animal control officer. No doubt because someone wise allocated the offices and decided that they didn't want animal poo tracked into the building. The shipping container had been beautified slightly by the addition of a sign saying Animal Control Office and a small hanging planter full of flowers. But the attempt was nullified by the fact that the flowers were dead. Officer Odinson was evidently not a nurturer. The security grill over the windows and the butt end of an air conditioning unit sticking out of the external wall were not very welcoming either. It doesn't look like anybody's home, said Joe. We're not going to find out staring at the building, said April, unless you've got secret X-ray vision that you haven't bothered telling us about. April strode up and pounded on the door. She waited half a second for a response, then turned the handle and threw the door open. You can't burst in, protested Finn. Of course I can, said April. This is a council office. We live in the council area. He's here to serve us. April strode into the office and immediately wished she hadn't. Predictably, there were animals in cages and a desk covered in paperwork, but what April had not expected to see was Officer Odinson fast asleep on a sofa, wearing nothing but a work shirt and boxer shorts. Ah! screamed April. Ah! screamed Officer Odinson as he leapt to his feet and tried to cover his baggy boxer shorts with the screen of his desktop computer. Why aren't you wearing pants? yelled April. Are you trying to traumatise children? I've got koala poo on them, explained Officer Odinson. I had to move a koala off the train tracks this morning. It was holding up the 9-12 train to the city, so I had to wash them, so now I'm waiting for them to dry. Officer Odinson pointed to his khaki pants that were drying in front of a heater on the other side of the room. But what happened to your arms? asked Loretta. Officer Odinson had several blood-stained bandages and patches along his forearms. The koala, he replied. They're vicious little creatures. Huge claws. Shouldn't you have been wearing protective gloves and clothing? asked Finn. I didn't expect to have to, said Officer Odinson. It was a koala. It looks so cuddly. Joe handed Officer Odinson his still damp pants. 
Do you mind? Officer Odinson said to April and Loretta, reluctant to put the computer monitor down while they were watching. Oh, not at all, said Loretta gleefully. I think he wants you to turn around so he can put his trousers on, explained Joe. Loretta pouted. Spoil sport. She and April turned their backs. Finn did too. He didn't want to see Officer Odinson's boxes either. What are you doing here? The animal control officer asked as he pulled on his pants. Shouldn't you be in hospital? I can't lie about in bed when there's a bear loose in the forest, said April. What do you want from me then? asked Officer Odinson. You're the animal control officer, said April. You're going to help us find it. April looked about the office. Do you have a crate big enough to hold a bear? I suppose you'll need tranquilizer darts as well. You better get all that together. She's off her rocker, isn't she? Officer Odinson asked Joe. Joe nodded. We don't have bears in this country, Officer Odinson said to April before turning back to Joe. What does she think that one swam here from Canada? Joe shrugged. He'd long given up trying to guess what April thought. She saw something big and hairy out there, said Finn. It's probably best for you to figure out what it was. It's not going to look good for you if a wild creature goes on a bloodthirsty rampage, said Loretta with a sweet smile. It would be terrible if you lost your nice, safe council job where you can lie around with your pants off taking naps in the middle of the day. Are you implying that I don't work hard, demanded Officer Odinson. Not at all, said Loretta, tilting her head as she smiled even more. Obviously, moving one koala is exhausting. Is she being sarcastic? Officer Odinson demanded, turning to Joe and Finn. Joe had no idea about that either. She's either always being sarcastic or never being sarcastic, said Finn. I haven't figured out which. Chit-chat, chit-chat, said April, making duck-quacking actions with her hand. Less yakking, more action. Now that Officer Dunderhead is decent, let's get out there and rescue this bear. She threw open the office door and tromped out to the animal control officer's truck, pumpkin trotting at her heels. How do you put up with her? asked Officer Odinson, unlocking the steel cabinet on the wall and taking out his tranquilizer handgun. We don't have a choice, said Joe. And that is the end of the chapter. So we'll leave it there. Until next time, goodbye. <laughs>